Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're on today from 1 until 4 every day. And then after 4 o'clock, uh, we go. Uh, we become a podcast. John Cobelt's show on demand. Also on the iHeart app. And we're going to open by talking to an L.A. County deputy DA. We've had quite a few on lately. But this one is not running to replace George Gascon. She works for George Gascon as a deputy DA. Her name is Tatiana Chahoyan. And she was in the news this week. She did a TV interview blowing the whistle on another absurd Gascon policy. You know all the street takeovers that have been plaguing Los Angeles for a long time now? Well, uh, this might be the reason they keep happening. Uh, Gascon had told prosecutors not to pursue any charges for street racing and street takeovers, reckless driving, all that. Uh, they're just supposed to go to a, uh, a driving class. So uh, that became a story on Fox 11 News earlier this week. And now Tatiana is saying that Gascon, I don't know, sent over some kind of a goon squad to shut Tatiana up to intimidate her. We're going to talk to her now and see what it's about. Uh, Tatiana Chahoyan, welcome uh, to the John Cobelt Show. How are you? Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. I'm fine. Uh, and just to clarify, since this isn't an issue already, I'm not speaking on behalf of the DA's office. You're speaking as a as a private individual. Correct. Well, uh, you uh, blew the whistle earlier this week and said that Gascon's policy was not to pursue 
any uh, serious charges against anybody involved in these uh, street racing, street takeover situations. They're just supposed to go to a class. What happened next? So to clarify again just a little bit, I didn't say it was a policy. We received an email encouraging us to not file charges, and there were only three categories of cases that were mentioned. It was reckless driving, street racing, and street takeovers. And just based on the blatant dangerousness of this kind of conduct, I decided to uh, speak out about it. And after the Fox News interview two days ago, um, or three days ago now, yesterday, I had, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Again, all the days are blurring. But I had two police officers come to my home in two separate vehicles and deliver, hand deliver a letter to me from Gascon's office. LAPD officers? Not LAPD officers. So they were DA investigators who are employed by the DA's office. They are sworn peace officers. They do police work just like regular uh, police officers do. They frequently help us in serving subpoenas to victims and uh, interviewing witnesses, basically detective work. Did they say anything to you or just hand you the letter? Uh, At first, when they came to my door, I was not at the door. So they left the letter, then they took a picture of the letter, then they uh, came back and got the letter again. It was very shady, to say the least. And um, I did open the door when I saw their license plates as they were driving away, because it was obvious they were law enforcement vehicles. And of course, I would open the door for law enforcement. So I opened the door and they reapproached me and they said, Tatiana, we have a letter for you. And I said, you know, who are you? Who are you with? And they said, the LA County DA's office. So you opened the letter and what was the message? The message was that I violated policy, uh, LADA policy, and made misrepresentations as to what the email encouraging us not to file charges was about, which is obviously not true. Uh, in my piece with Fox, I did state that this was an encouragement. They were urging us not to file these charges. But everyone knows that when your boss encourages you mm. to do something, that's the polite way of saying do it. Right. It's In effect, it's a policy <laughs> in an unwritten way. Um, well, and, and so he was upset that you went public with, with this encouragement. Correct. Uh, was there any other message in, in the letter or from the two officers? Uh, they advised me to speak to my head deputy to review office policies um, and just listed some sections of our policy manual that I had uh, allegedly violated. Well, is is the public not supposed to know about uh, a, a policy that, that Gascon is encouraging? Over an That's issue that, that a lot of people are upset about? I mean, this it really is a dangerous uh, dangerous practice, these street takeovers and street racing. And most everyone it gets angry when it happens in their neighborhood. And they're not supposed to know that the DA doesn't want these actions prosecuted in any, in any meaningful way? Right. This is the exact conduct that results in so many innocent people dying, that results in so much tragedy, both for the victims and for the people that are engaging in this kind of conduct. This is not just, you know, minimal things we're talking about that uh, don't have consequences. These actions have consequences almost on a daily basis here in Los Angeles. 
So that's why I was so appalled when I received the encouraging email. Um, and I, I mean, the public needs to know that they are going out into a minefield every time they drive their vehicles in L.A. And I thought it was very important for everyone to know that, especially given, given the prevalence of this conduct right now, that this is what Gascon is suggesting or encouraging we do. And they cited a program that people should attend. And the curious part about it, John, was that this program was implemented in 2021. So if he's really trying to help people and educate people, why weren't we notified about this program in 2021? Why didn't he send the the program? Just my opinion sounds absurd. The the guys who do street takeovers and street racing, they're not going to care if they have to sit at a desk for two hours and get a lecture on uh, safe driving habits. They're not going to care. Right. They're going to. Right. And when you make no record of this kind of conduct, I mean, how do you know in the future when something happens who you're dealing with? Oh, so there's no record? The charges are uh, dismissed? The charges are declined. So the DA's office would decline filing a case and refer it to an office hearing. And so essentially there is no record of it. There is no conviction of it for DMV purposes. There is no conviction for purposes of their criminal record. And there's no case filing. We're on Instagram Live, by the way, with uh, Tatiana Chahoyan, L.A. County Deputy DA, uh, who uh, released the news this week that George Gascon has had sent a letter I sent a, an email to uh, the deputy DAs that uh, if you have a situation where uh, people are engaged in reckless driving and street takeovers and street racing, uh, they're not to be charged. They're to be sent to a class. And then uh, the charges are declined. And uh, after uh, releasing this information, she got a visit from uh, a couple of uh, DA uh, officers uh, who had a letter for her telling her she was in violation by releasing the information. Now, I, I, that, that can't be true, though, that, that deputy DAs can't tell the public about these directives. I mean, we're right. paying so for this whole operation. Right. In the letter, he explained that I would have to obtain approval first or mention that I was speaking as a private person, um, I did mention that I was speaking as a private person. I can't control what the news, you know, which clips the news decides to put out there, obviously. And I don't think there would be any confusion either way about whether I was speaking on George Gascon's behalf or not. Clearly not if I'm, you know, well, opposing what he's saying and disagreeing with so him. So he had he has no intention of doing anything that's going to uh, prevent the street racing from occurring. I mean, if there's no penalty anymore, if they just have to go to a class, nothing's going to stop them. They're going to get emboldened. We're going to get even more of this. Right. And the timing of it all is just so curious. We have Rebecca Grossman's trial that just finished and it was, you know, the case was submitted to the jury and we get this email encouraging us to not file charges in these cases. And uh, that's right. I mean, we just had the trial. The two boys were killed because supposedly Rebecca Grossman was street racing her boyfriend. Right. Oh, that's crazy. Victims of this exact kind of conduct. I mean, what does this say to Monique Munoz's mom? What does this say to the uh, parents of the Pepperdine students that were killed? What kind of message are we sending to the public about what to expect when you are driving in Los Angeles? Didn't LAPD have some kind of. A uh, special task force to uh, try to uh, mitigate 
these these street takeovers because there were so many of them, especially on Sixth Street. weren't weren't they going out of the way to put together some kind of a program to curtail this activity? Almost, almost every law enforcement agency has established some kind of program to stop this. The CHP has obtained grants in order to stop this kind of conduct. The LA City Council voted twelve to one to establish or uh, determine specific intersections, and they determined 20 specific locations within Los Angeles County that were prone to this kind of conduct and uh, deployed task forces to these areas to stop this. And regardless of all their efforts, and in spite of all their efforts, it seems, George Gascon sends us an email saying, reminder, we're encouraging you not to file charges on these cases. Great. I, I mean, We're just going to get a lot more of this. Always always been an option in our office they've always been an option for misdemeanor offenses that we feel would be better handled you know informally without charges being pursued but for all these agencies to do so much extra work to try to make our county a safer place for our kids and families and innocent people driving to and from their daily activities and for him to send an email just as all of this is happening saying i'm not going to let this happen you guys can try as hard as you want, and I will make sure it's not effective. Well, uh, not a day goes by where there's not a new story of insanity coming out of Gascon's office. Tatiana, thank you for coming on with us. Thank you for having me, John. Okay. Stay safe. Tatiana Chahoy and uh, L.A. County Deputy DA will have more on this coming up. Uh, what do we got? Uh, four days. Four days until the... Uh, primary election on March 5th. And you know what to do out there. We'll discuss this. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. It's the uh, John Kobelt Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. And we just uh, finished talking with Tatiana Chahoyan, uh, the L.A. County Deputy DA, who said uh, that uh, Gascon is uh, using mafia tactics against her. And if you're just joining us, we, we just finished the interview. She made the news earlier this week talking to Channel 11 and saying that uh, Gascon sent out a memo uh, encouraging the deputy DAs uh, not to follow through on real charges against uh, those idiots who do street takeovers and street racing and reckless driving. And we've all seen this. Uh, some, have, some of you had it in the neighborhoods. And while all the law enforcement agencies are putting together special teams to combat this, because it really is dangerous, and people do get hurt and people do die, it draws big crowds and things get out of control, Gascon doesn't want to prosecute them at all. He's, he's told the deputy DAs to decline the charges and just send everybody to a class run by Mothers Against Drug Drivers. And that's it. There would be no record of a case being filed, no conviction for the DMV, no indication that the person was involved in reckless driving or street takeovers or street racing. I, I, this is just the most... First of all, it's unbelievably outrageous for the public safety. There is nothing good about street takeovers. All that could happen is something bad. And it, 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 it's like this lowest common denominator entertainment for stupid people.
and there's always a crowd of stupid people willing to stand there and record it. Oh, uh, you know, until one of the cars flies out of control and then you get flattened. You're straight pizza. And innocent people can get hurt. It ties up roads and intersections. It ties up traffic. It makes a lot of noise. There's nothing good about it. And that's what the police are supposed to do. And that's what the DA is supposed to do is prosecute. He refuses to prosecute. So these goons are going to do it more often. They're going to get more reckless, right? Because they got to keep upping the ante to make it more entertaining to all the morons in the streets. Ay, ay, ay. And they do this, you know, very late at night. So nobody can sleep. And you don't know if uh, one of these cars is going to come flying through your living room. I, I, Gascon is so bad. He is so bad and so irresponsible. I, this is just one thing after another here. And what does he do? He goes after uh, Tatiana Chahoyan and what, some kind of goon squad shows up with a letter, a suggestion. Gee, you wouldn't want to have anything bad happen to you now, would you? the hell is this? It was like something out of the Sopranos. That's not, that's not the chief law enforcement uh, officer here. He's a district attorney. And he's scolding a deputy who wants to do her job and wants the public to know that Gascon has yet another directive that makes this place unsafe. This, that's scary unsafe. He is crazy. Yeah, he probably freaked out because she went to Fox 11 a week before this uh, primary. And he doesn't need any more bad publicity. While well, he's walking around saying, no, we're in a better place than we are four years ago. No, four years ago, street racers were, uh, were charged. Oh, my God. There is no bottom of the barrel for him. None whatsoever. Well, look, we've told you what to do. You could end this, and you could end this quickly on Tuesday. We gave you two choices out of the 11 uh, who are running against Gascon, who our favorites are, and that was John Hatami and John McKinney. So we, we gave you interviews with eight out of the 11 candidates. Two of them are jokes. Two of the three that we did not interview are jokes. And one of them is Jeff uh, Shemarinsky, who's as bad as Gascon. But the other eight we interviewed, some of them multiple times. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the debates are online, some of them. So everything, everything's been done to present you with the information, to give you an idea of these guys' uh, character, their resume, uh, their, their biography, their philosophy, what the, the accomplishments they've had. So there you go. There's John Hatami and John McKinney. Now, I, there can't be any excuses. You, you, can, you can vote by walking in to your local voting precinct. You can vote by mailing it in still, or you can show up. On Tuesday, and do it, and we end Gascon's reign. Remember, it's top two goes on to November, and which is why we recommended two people, even though you could only vote for one. I'd like to see those two guys to be the top two. Uh, they're both they're they're both excellent, and they both have been outspoken in uh, explaining what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, and, and and Gascon has retaliated against many deputy DAs for speaking out, and he's doing it again. Well, anyway, Tatiana Chihoyan at least is looking out 
for your safety and the safety of your family. And, that's, and Gascon is trying to shut her up. I mean, that's just disgusting and disgraceful. Nobody, nobody's saying ought to reward Gascon with a vote on Tuesday. Nobody. Zero. There's no case to make for him. Uh, the quicker, the better that the tumor is cut out of the uh, out of the body. All right, more coming up. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, KB Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM640. We're on from 1 to 4 after 4 o'clock. John Cobelt Show On Demand, the podcast on the iHeart app. Uh, we have our voting guide up on social media and also on the website. Go to kfiam640.com and you click on the John Cobelt page and uh, you will see uh, it's just about a half a dozen selections uh, the stuff that matters the most, uh, the stuff I'm most interested in. And uh, that I care about um, and that I know about too. There's always lots of smaller races, very localized races, uh, races for judge and this and that, but uh, you know, we can't really help you on that. So uh, just to give you a quick rundown, the ones that we are uh, offering a, uh, some, some voting encouragement on proposition one. uh, This is a Newsom thing. 
Uh, vote no. It borrows over $6 billion to combat homelessness. Now, now you know what's going to happen. They'll spend the $6 billion and the homelessness will go up. I don't know how many times you have to be scammed by this. Uh, they scammed us seven years ago in 2017 with two propositions. One was H and one was HHH. In L.A. County, uh, one was for the city, one was for the county. Uh, it was all wasted money. It was billions of dollars over the last seven years. Nothing good came of it. We ended up with skyrocketing homelessness race, rates. So if you borrow this money, it's going to cost even more with all the interest. And we have $73 billion for this year's deficit. So you take the $73 billion deficit, now you're going to be adding to it. And do you really think they claim they're going to build mental health uh, treatment facilities? Well, they they claim that, I'll tell you, in 2014. Remember when they passed Prop 47 and they weren't going to put anybody in jail anymore? They said they were going to take the savings from not housing people in prison and use it to build a rehabilitation and treatment centers. They never did. They lied. And you know what? The budget for the prison system is larger than ever, even though they, they released half the prisoners. They released half the prisoners. And the budget is much larger than it was in 2014. So they lie. They give the money away to the prison guards union, among other things. Anyway, Prop 1 is a big no. Um, this was doing really well in the polls. It was doing so well, it was almost not worth talking about. But I think uh, people are uh, more and more paying attention now, and they're on to the scam. Uh, and now Newsom is actually uh, touring the state, campaigning for it. In the latest poll, it was up 50 to 38, and you may think that's a pretty good lead. Except, historically, uh, borrowing questions that don't crack 50% tend to lose because most of the undecideds end up voting no. If you don't trust it to the point where you don't have an opinion, odds are you're not going to vote to borrow the money. And it's right at that tipping point now. So if you are undecided or unaware of it, see, I, I don't. you have to go and vote because you've got to get rid of Gasco. So while you're there, vote no on Prop 1. Otherwise, we're just pissing away $6 billion of your tax money plus interest. And what they ought to do is take the billions of dollars they have and uh, fire all those fake nonprofits that are bilking the taxpayer. Start with that before you get more money. Then there's Measure HLA, and that's just in L.A. City. And this is the road diet plan. You've got to vote no. Oh, my God. I was watching TV last night, uh, one of the newscasts, and they had a commercial in favor of HLA, and it claimed that this was going to relieve traffic. And they showed video. Uh, they say buses and, and, uh, and uh, rescue personnel will be able to travel more freely. And it showed like a wide open boulevard and showed a bus making a right turn. And it had a lot of daylight. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what a blatant lie. They made it sound like this is your future. These wide open boulevards 
with sparse traffic, buses running freely. It does the opposite. As we know, it's road diets. It's going to create massive traffic. It's going to back cars up literally for miles. So they are, but you know what? The first, uh, you're allowed to lie in political advertising. If you do regular commercial advertising, there are some strict limits that the Federal Trade Commission has. But when it comes to uh, political advertising, you can lie like hell. So it's got to be no on Measure HLA. So no on Prop 1, no on Measure HLA. No, 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 no. L.A. County D.A., we've gone over John Hatami or John McKinney. Uh, and again, there's other good candidates as well. But we want, we can't split the vote 11 different ways. We can't do this. We got to focus on, on one or two people and, and box gas going out because he, he's a monster. You heard, you heard last segment, uh, he, he's, he's, he's sending a goon squad to try to shut up a, a deputy DA who's uh, criticizing him because we found out that Gascon does not want to prosecute uh, street takeover criminals or street racing criminals. All right. One LA city council race worth getting into you want to pick ethan weaver over nithya raman and uh, nithya raman is is a communist democratic socialist of america and she's crazy she loves homelessness all her policies encourage homelessness uh and and she's just terrible one of the worst city council people you'll ever find and then uh let's see here uh, la county supervisor uh fourth district uh, alex villanueva former la county sheriff good guy over janice hahn who is about as empty a human being as you will ever see. She should be a science experiment. Somehow she is able to impersonate a human being without having a brain. I don't know how she does it. Um, now, U.S. Senate race, Steve Garvey, obviously. Uh, and and I was actually surprised by this, but I uh, saw the El Segundo Times this morning, and they are running uh, their own poll along with uh, UC Berkeley. And Steve Garvey's in first place. Steve Garvey is in first with 27% of the vote. Adam uh, Schiffhead is at 25%. And uh, Mrs. Uh, Potato Head, Katie Porter, is at 19%. So Garvey up 27, uh, Schiff 20, 25, Porter 19, and everybody else in single digits. Um, and it, it, there's another poll out, too, an Emerson poll, which has Schiff in the lead. 28-20, uh, but Garvey's in second place. So he's either in second or first place in today's polls. Porter's in third. And uh, I mean, she, 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 yeah, and, you know, in the LA Times, they they couldn't just print the polling results. They, they had to try to explain how could Steve Garvey possibly be winning? Well, um, they said this electorate is going to be older, whiter, and more Republican than the state's voter population as a whole. Yeah, but you they have to vote. When you have an election, it's not based on the opinions of everybody who lives in the state. It's based on people who bother to vote. If they were gung-ho about, oh, I don't know, Katie Porter, they would vote, but they don't care. Nobody apparently is coming to save her. So it doesn't matter if the electorate is older and whiter. What matters is who shows up. You don't show up. You don't count. It's as if you don't exist. Because as far as voting is concerned, you don't exist. Um, 
The composition of the turnout works to the advantage of Schiff and Garvey and to the detriment of Porter, says Mark DiCamillo, director of the poll. Well, what do you mean the composition of the turnout? The candidates determine the composition of the turnout. Garvey and Schiff inspire people much more than the followers of Katie Porter. The turnout does not determine the winner. The winner determines the winner. The people who run for office determine the vote. Not the, the turnout. The composition of the turnout works to the event. What the hell are you talking about? People choose not to vote. That's as valid a choice as voting. It's like, I don't care. I don't like anybody enough to go. Oh, my God. It's like they have to apologize it. Then they claim, well, you know, Katie Porter is more popular with younger voters. So if there were more younger voters, uh, then she would win. Yeah, and if elephants had wings, they'd fly. Except the younger voters don't come out and vote for her because they don't care enough. Not voting means you don't exist. Here's another one. Uh, political data expert Paul Mitchell, another genius. The dynamics of low turnout California elections are pretty set in stone. Nothing is set in stone. Every election morning, people decide what they're going to do. And now there isn't even an excuse like, well, it was raining, it was too cold, there was traffic. Everybody was sent a ballot. Most people probably threw it out. That's a choice. Set in stone. You have a bunch of political hack jobs running. Schiff and Porter. Yeah, there's not much enthusiasm. Have you taken a look at those two? Anyway, Steve Garvey's in first place in the LA Times poll. Who knew? More coming up. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM640. By the way, the idiot, I, I always love to highlight the writers who write this crap in the El Segundo Times. And uh, the idiot was Benjamin Orestes, who... Uh, I, apparently, the editors at the LA Times were so appalled that their uh, poll has Steve Garvey in first place in the race for uh, U.S. Senate, for the primary race. He has 27% of the vote in the poll. Adam Schiff has 25. And so Benjamin Oreskes, this genius, uh, went through a lengthy explanation how well, it's a, it's a low turnout affair, and there's more white people and older people and more Republican people, and that's why it happened. Well, it always depends on who shows up to vote or who bothers to mail it in. Is there, is there something with uh, the other demographics that they can't bother to mail it in? It's, uh, anyway, well, he's a... He's a hack, and I, I don't, I, you know, the the El Segundo Times barely covered Steve Garvey for months. Most of the media didn't cover him for months. They pretended that the, uh, really, the only two candidates that mattered were, were Schiff and uh, Katie Porter. And then there's this uh, wacky congressman, congresswoman from Oakland, uh, Barbara Lee, and her only claim to fame is that she thinks the minimum wage ought to be $50 an hour. In the meantime, Steve Garvey is acting like a normal person, and suddenly he's in first place. So we have to explain this away. If you work at the El Segundo Times, that can't be. We didn't cover him, therefore he's not worthy of being in first place. But, you know, th those days are past where uh, the El Segundo Times have influence. Uh, the LA Daily News 
has this story. You know, uh, it's amazing how the, the decay of the city. Uh, we, we told you before how Gascon does not want to prosecute street takeover maniacs, street racer maniacs. He, he doesn't want to, wants to send them to a class. Well, also, we're dealing with the city's gone dark because Karen Bass and Gascon have allowed thieves to steal. Oh, and, and, and uh, LAPD. They've allowed these thieves to steal thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of copper wire. And so a lot of streetlights have gone out. And the streetlights have been vandalized. And much of the city is now dark. In fact, the thieves and the vandals, there's, there's 10 times the number of streetlights out than there were five years ago. 10 times. Because nobody gets caught and nobody gets punished. And Karen Bass doesn't do anything to secure the copper wire from being stolen to begin with. There's got to be a way to do that. There has to be. So what they're now decided to do, they're just not going to, they're not going to light the street lamps with copper wire anymore. They're going to use solar power. And somebody got a good uh, political contract. They're going to install 500 solar streetlight systems by the end of June. Another 500 by the end of June 2025. The thing is, they don't know if it's going to work. It's a pilot program. They're going to collect data to determine whether the lights work and see if the lights will remain on for two or three nights, even if, even if it's cloudy. <laughs> see, they don't, can't you test this out before you sign the contract? Don't they test out street light systems? I get, they're going to put them up. They're going to put up a thousand street light systems and then wait for a cloudy stretch to see if they work when there's been no sun for three days. I am not making this up. They don't, Gascon won't prosecute these people. LAPD doesn't seem to arrest very many of them. And if they do, Gascon won't prosecute him. Bass doesn't spend any money to secure the copper wire so it can't be stolen. So instead, uh, in the interest of climate change, they're going to put up solar lights and see what happens. They're going to do a pilot program to test if the solar, how much sun the solar lights need. Wouldn't you go to the factory and say, okay, before we buy a thousand street light systems, let's see how these things work after three days in the dark. There, there's there's got to be some test lights at the factory. Unbelievable. The solar lights are going to cost uh, up to $5,000 per light, which are really expensive. But they're going to save money in the long run with lower energy bills. Except our energy bills have shot. Ever since they switched to wind and solar power, our energy bills have skyrocketed. Nothing but lies. Nothing makes sense. All right. Oh, by the way, we're going to have Alex Villanueva on in about an hour after the 3 o'clock news. So we're going to talk to him. He's running uh, to replace, uh, to beat Janice Hahn, who's that uh, empty-headed uh, L.A. County supervisor. Yeesh. 
uh, Alex Villanueva coming up. Uh, and uh, we've got we've got a lot more coming up as well. Oh, since since thefts have been a, a big story just in the last hour, um, just in the last few minutes, we're going to have a story about how they're steve, stealing Chevy Camaros. Uh, here's a here's another situation where Karen Bass and George Gascon have failed Los Angeles. Chevy Camaro thefts have skyrocketed over one thousand percent. Everything is getting stolen in Karen Bass's L.A. in George Gascon's L.A. Everything is getting stolen. We'll explain when we come back. Deborah Mark is off today, and we have Sandy Wells live in the KFI twenty four hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobelt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM six forty from one to four p.m. every Monday through Friday, and of course anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over fifty years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.